Welcome to Money, Mindset, and Marketing for Photographers. I'm your host, business coach, and former photographer, Safina Duke. Let's challenge the rules of how you think you should be doing business. We'll look at what it really takes to sell your work for thousands of dollars and attract the clients who will love to pay you for it. Listen on to start creating your dream portrait business. Hey guys, how's it going? How's your week going? My week has been super busy. I just wanted to say, I realized that December is like the October of how October is for photographers. That's how December is for the coaching industry. It seems like everybody is just ready to start fresh for the new year, start with a coach, start working on their behind the scenes of their business so it's more efficient for the next year. And I've been doing a ton of consults, signing clients, and it's been super fun. So if that's you and you still haven't done your consult with me, there's so much time left. So go ahead. It's in the link in the show notes and book your consult. It's free and you will get so much insight into your business. So I'm just going to leave that for you guys. So yeah, I hope you're also using this time in December and around the holidays to take a step back, take a breather, relax, and look at what you want your future to look like for the next year and the next three years. Now, onto our topic for today. I got inspired to talk about are you cut out for business? How do you know if you're cut out to be an entrepreneur, to make sales, <laughs> to do all the marketing, like all of those things that come along with having a business? And as we know, we're photographers. Usually, that's not the reason why we get into business. I can say confidently that 99%. 99.999% of photographers I know did not get in because they just absolutely love the business side of photography. So if you're in that group of the 99%, you probably love the creative side. You love the ability to have your own thing, to make your own schedule, just all of those things that come along with a business. But maybe you are wondering like, what if I'm just not one of those people who sales comes naturally to and who marketing comes naturally to? So I wanted to talk about this. So the very first thing that I thought of was like, you know how when we're young and you're a child and if you're lucky, you have parents who will try and like develop you, right? Like they'll, they'll be like, well, what are you naturally good at? Are you good at math? Are you good at sports? Are you, you know, like what sport are you good at? Just all of those things. And they'll be like, so find the thing that you're good at and then keep doing that, keep pursuing that. And so we're from a very young age as a society taught to think about our talents and then find a career based on our talents or, you know, find our passions based on what we're naturally good at. And I think that this is kind of an unfortunate thing. And the reason why I say that is because most people in society are average. That's why there's the word average. Like it's literally means that most people are like that. So unless you're really lucky and you're just like amazing at everything and you're just a football star or, you know, the best, I don't even know, trombone player, <laughs> right? You are going to be not the best. And that whole line of thinking of like pursue what you're good at and that's what you should do and that's what will make you money 
is going to not really serve you that well. And so I'm so grateful for the coaching industry because it taught me, I used to have that mentality too, right? Like I used to think, well, this is what I'm naturally good at. So I just, I'm not going to be able to do all these other things. I'm only going to be able to do things that I'm naturally talented at. And the coaching industry taught me that is absolutely not true. So the truth is, is that most things and most skills that you will learn in your life are not going to come naturally to you. And you could just consider the ones that do as like a little lucky charm (laughs) and luck that something came so easily to you. But even as a photographer, you might have certain aspects of photography that you love that come naturally to you and other aspects that you hate. Um, I remember learning light (laughs) lighting. That was the worst thing that's ever happened to me. I'm just kidding, but it was so difficult for me. I had to give up many times. I had to have many breathers and I kept at it though. And I got really good at lighting, but it was definitely not like, oh yeah, I'm just a natural at this. So I'm, that's why I'm so good at it. Right. And there were so many different aspects of photography that came like that versus for me, editing was like, I know that's very hard for a lot of photographers. Editing was like super easy for me. It was fun. I just explored Photoshop. I did it ever since I was in high school. And I just thought, you know, I just learned as I went. And I just thought that was so fun and easy and I enjoyed it. So there's so many different aspects. And when it comes to the aspects that are going to make you money, it's all about sales and marketing, right? Sales, marketing. Those are the only things you have to learn. And really, it's only sales. Like even marketing comes back down to sales. Going back to the topic of this episode of should you be a business owner, how to know if that's what you're meant to be, a boss, a manager, an entrepreneur, all those things that go along with owning a business. How do you know if that's meant for you? I just want to take a second before I tell you how I think you should find out. (laughs) I tell you my answer. I want to tell you that you should never use your skill set as a reason why you're not cut out for it. Okay. So meaning if sales is the main thing that you need to learn to be in business and you're not good at sales and you hate sales and every time you try and do it, you just feel terrible and you don't like taking money from people and just like all the drama that we have, right? As business owners, if that's the case for you, I'm going to argue that that's not it. That is, that has nothing to do with if you're supposed to be in business or not. The reason why is that most of the successful people in the world, most business owners, most salespeople are not natural born salespeople. They're not natural at most of the skills that they've gotten so good at, but they've built those skills up over time and that's how they got their success. So you should never use a skill that's something that you could always work on, always learn more about as a reason for why you can't do something. Okay, so do you see what I'm saying here? Can you imagine, I'm going to use a camera example. (laughs) Can you imagine if somebody told you, well, I really want to be a photographer, but I don't know how to shoot in manual. So since I'm not naturally good at figuring out how to shoot in manual, I'm going to just guess that I'm not supposed to be a photographer. (laughs) You would be like, what? You really want to do it? And you're 
you you're letting yourself stop at that, right? Like manual, that's so easy. I can teach you that. You can learn that. All you have to do is learn it. You have to practice it. Right? Like you would never let somebody stop themselves from their dream just because they haven't quite mastered a new skill or they haven't learned how to use a camera. So I really just want to erase that whole societal belief. You know, there's there are physical there are physical advantages that some people have. There are creative advantages that some people have. There are, you know, obviously like the way that we're brought up, the way that our brain works. If we have ADHD, if we have dyslexia, like all those different things that can affect our natural advantages. But that counts for like 10% of most of the skills that you're going to learn in your life. Okay. So I want you to start to think of all of the things that you're really bad at in your business in that way. (laughs) Instead of thinking like, I'm just not a person who can do that. Think of it as like, oh, that's just a skill that I haven't developed yet. And I was actually guilty of doing this. It's like when you put the responsibility outside yourself, you say, well, I either should have, I should have been naturally good at this and I'm not. So it's impossible. So I'm not going to learn it. (laughs) So I did that. And the result of that in my business was that for the first few years, I just literally did not learn sales because I didn't think I could. And so I didn't even try, right? (laughs) I didn't even try to learn it. And I put off all of this money that I could have been making because I was not learning the skills as fast as everyone else. And at the same time, I would watch other people succeed faster than me. And I'd be like, what is happening here? Because they were working on those things. Now, here we get down to the very last part that I want to talk about, which is, so how do you know? How do you know if you're cut out for it? And this is my theory. You can try it on and see how you feel about it. See if you think it rings true for you. But I think that what we want is the number one indicator for if we're cut out for something. It's what we want. And this is so counterintuitive because for some reason, our society has taught us our whole lives to just ignore what we want, that what we want is just like not not good. It's not good to want things. It's not important, right? It's just all of these things. So it's kind of a new thing to try on, but I want you to think about like, what do I really want? If there's a place that you really, really want to be in your life, if there's a thing you really want to be doing, if there's a vision that you have that just seems like so crazy and you're like, I have no idea how to do that, that is all you need. And the how and the how, like, how is that ever going to work? How is that even possible? All of those aspects of it, you're not supposed to know those. That's just how life works. We're just not given the how. (laughs) The how comes as we work on it, as we do it, we learn it after the fact. We're like, oh, that's how it happened. (laughs) But when you're looking at your future and you're like, well, I want a business that makes $100,000 a year. How am I going to do that? I have no clue. I'm not good at this. I don't like accepting money. Well, you got to start going towards that anyways. So I'm going to close this off with a little bit of a personal example, which is that I may have talked about this on the podcast before, but ever since I was a little girl, I've always, like when I was younger, I used to just really want to be a singer. 
I really wanted to be like Britney Spears. That was my favorite singer. And I wanted to perform and I wanted to be a pop star and all of those fun things. And I was not a naturally good singer. And so my whole life, instead of ever attempting to learn how to sing or taking lessons or any of those things, I just sat around and thought, well, yeah, I'm just not cut out for it. That's weird. Like, why do I want this when I'm just not cut out for it? And, you know, people told me that I wasn't that good of a singer naturally, like my parents and like I was in choir and stuff. (laughs) And so I was told that, which that's fine. But it's like, how do I even know that? Right. And it just occurred to me many years later when I started to realize just how many skills are learned and don't come naturally that I was like, wow, maybe singing isn't for another life. Maybe I don't have to wait until I'm born into a completely new body to sing. Maybe it's some maybe it's in me for a reason. Right? And I I still haven't really pursued it, but I have a funny hunch that like it's in me for a reason and I want to do it. So like why not do it? And I may not be the best singer ever, but I have a pretty good idea that most vocal coaches could teach you and improve your skill to a certain level. So that's my little example. And that's the thing I want you to really think about today is like, what is that little thing inside you that's like, yeah, maybe next time, maybe when I'm born into a better life and I just have better circumstances and I don't have all of these like things going against me. What are those things that are just inside you that won't go away? And what if those were just meant for this life? What if you were cut out for them and you could do them? Then what? (laughs) Okay, so that's all for this week. I will talk to you next week. If you're ready to take your portrait business to the next level, you can work with me one-on-one in my six-month coaching program. We'll look at exactly how you've created your current results and dissolve all the ways you're still blocking income. Go to the link in the show notes and book your free business consultation call. And if you're loving the show, make sure you join us in the free Facebook community, Money, Mindset, and Marketing for Photographers. We'll see you in there.